you've tuned into Gilana Hemya, Sacred Erotic Poetry, Sacred Sexuality, and Ascension podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited. Um, I don't know if you saw on my YouTube channel, I'm going to be doing a live retreat with Radha Nila on October 21st to 23rd. She's doing a Rite of the Womb webinar um, on July 22nd, which is next week. And so if you're interested in joining both, I would definitely recommend you apply today for the live retreat and um, you can have a bonus of the Her Rite of the Womb webinar with the live retreat all for one price. So um, details in the description. So I would be happy to answer any questions if you have any. So you can email me at gila gilanahemi.com. So for today's podcast, there's so much I have to share. Um, I'm sure it's just going to be a piece of it. I'm going to talk a lot about uh, mysticism, both from men and women, and how that has been suppressed for many, many years, eons, uh, generations, and how um, this is part of the divine feminine lead of um, this ascension process. So before we begin, let's close our eyes and take three deep breaths. Ah, two more. We're calling in our power animals, our deep wisdom within, our connection to Mother Earth, our connection to the infinite oneness connection to all that there is and our deep, deep connection to our sacral chakra or our womb space to really hear its oracle and to understand its wisdom. I'm also calling in our ancestors and I'm calling in all of our angels and guides and our brothers and sisters in the galaxies to assist us in truly reclaiming our power and allowing us to um, freely express all that we are in our wholeness and sovereignty. Aho, uh, and so it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So this has been an amazing, amazing week for me. It has been super, super busy. Um, yet I did spend a lot of time today resting, doing self-care, and... Um, and reading and listening to books. Um, so I wanted to share some of the wisdom that I've been feeling since our last podcast episode, which I was talking about um, gender fluidity, you know, how um, I don't feel like, you know, gender roles are um, specifically for me, and I feel that the collective is moving in this direction, that it's going to be less and less defined and more of a unique soul imprint. Um, but how do we get there? And, um, and I was listening to a witch by Lisa Lister. I believe that's her name. Um, uh, it's a book that I actually downloaded in audible a long time ago and I didn't listen to it for a while. And then I, I saw in a, in a list that I am a part of, um, that she mentioned that book and I was like, wait, I have this book. <laughs> so I was, I was listening to it and, um, and there were some things that she was mentioning that were really important. And I was, there was also, you know, I was just reading a lot. I was reading some T.S. Eliot poetry. Um, and, um, and I was really thinking about gender and from my, my last podcast episode. 
And what I want to share, um, and I'm not done with the book, but I've listened to some of it and um, the first f about five or six chapters. And, you know, and she does talk about what uh, Rada and I are going to be doing on our live retreat is the womb space and how important that is for women as a source of power. So I'm definitely recommending if that is something of interest to you, apply today for our retreat. And, you know, as I said earlier in this podcast, you could get um, a bonus of Rada's, Rada's uh, right of the womb webinar, which is going to be on July 22nd. Um, so you just have a few days to apply and get that bonus. Um, the first few people are the only ones that are going to get that bonus um, all for one price. So what I wanted to share was um, what she was talking about in terms of patriarchy. And, um, and she was talking about it's not just the witch hunts that many of you probably know from history um, or studying history in the States or, you know, wherever you're from. Um, but mysticism in and of itself, and that's just, this is where I feel like really resonated for me, or I took away from the first few chapters. I too agree, our anthology that I will be publishing soon with um, 10 other authors is about um, silence to sovereignty with the um, the influence of patriarchy. Some of us have, uh, have been silent, um, and many of us are speaking out, but we may have been silent for much of our lives or maybe past lives, you know, at things that atrocities that may have happened to us or that we remember um, or that even are happening right now, you know, and, um, and we're beginning to speak out about, and I know there's a lot of, um, a lot of feelings about the womb space and our power. Um, and I feel like it's not just about women, you know, so, you know, and she also defines this clearly and I'm defining it too. Patriarchy is not just about men um, taking over the, um, the rights of women. It's about suppressing the emotions, suppressing the wisdom, suppressing the knowledge of um, our knowing. As women specifically, we have this ability to create um, in our womb. So it's a very, very powerful place. Um, you know, we all have menstruation. We're able to give, give you know, birth, obviously. Um, there's so much that happens in our womb. And, um, and I feel like for men as well, um, it's about the emotions that have been suppressed for so long that it becomes very difficult to also turn on their psychic powers, their intuitive, their knowing, their um, wisdom in their sacral chakra. It is across the board a place of wisdom. And, I, and the mysticism and the like foretelling and, you know, and also she talks about how we move from, you know, women, uh, young women to older women and how there is more wisdom that comes with that. And I feel like there's more wisdom that comes with anybody, you know, like experiences um, and and not just experiences, but the, the really turning on of the psychic powers. And that's what really turned me on today about the book of like, you know, she had a lot of knowledge. And if any of you are interested, I would definitely recommend the book. Even though I'm not done, she has a lot of historical references, specifically for, um, you know, the Christianity part of it because of the witch hunts and, and their relation to that. Um, and, um, and I was thinking about this a lot because I'm from a different background as well. So, you know, like, how how does this play with uh, Eastern Eastern philosophies? You know, um, I don't feel like there was as much um, suppression from what I understand, um, though, when, you know, when there was uh, 
people who are ruling over different areas in some Eastern places, um, you know, specifically like um, any places that, you know, were Buddhist or, um, or in India, the Hindus, you know, the, all those kinds of places. Um, there may have been some, uh, you know, so there's more hierarchy. I mean, there's definitely patriarchy, I can say for India, but definitely. Um, but I don't know if it's, you know, I don't feel like it's innate either. It's something that was put onto them um, from a variety of different sources. And I know that there have been a variety of different invasions in India specifically, and but probably all for, also for other countries like Sri Lanka that was once connected to India. And, you know, there's also Indonesia and, you know, um, and, and, you know, obviously Tibet and other parts of China. I, I don't know all the history to tell you. I know that there have been a number of different dynasties in, in China. I, I studied that for a while. Um, so I can't, I can't go into all the history of all the different Asian countries because it's quite vast. Though what I did want to say um, that I feel that um, it was put upon us and there is still an oracle um, I feel that I grew up with um, in terms of women and telling stories. Um, and I feel like men were somewhat excluded from that. And I feel that also um, men have stories to tell, you know, men have things to share, men have emotions to share, you know, everyone has emotions to share. You know, I feel like it's not about gender. Um, this is what I wanted to say today. I didn't want to separate, um, though that's part of the conversation, right? Part of the conversation of, of really stepping into our true um, nature is to remove separation of what we see of ourselves and other people. Um, and it's not just about gender, right? We could talk about race. We could talk about so many different things, but they're, they're all becoming divisive. So how can we move into more unity within ourselves and with others? And I feel that opening up to our true wisdom, our true knowing, our true emotions, allowing ourselves to express ourselves freely is not, is, is actually, um, uh, what's, I'm trying to think of a, the correct word, but it's, it's like, um, it's a privilege, you know, because we have all been suppressed, all of us, even the people who are in the higher echelons of what we may call the patriarchy have also been suppressed, um, which some of, uh, of what I'm, we're, we're sharing in our anthology that's going to be coming up soon. And so how do we move from that? You know, it's going, it's definitely a slow movement. This is what all this awakening part of it is all about because only when we can see that we are all really equal there is no hierarchy of power there is no i mean we, we could say yeah some people have more and some people have less why is it that way i was even thinking about african americans as she was speaking and like how you know we all know the history and how how suppressed and how like um you know, divisive that was for so long because of this power. There is an innate power. There is something really inside that is so strong. I don't know if you've ever been to, you know, any kind of event. I used to go to step events when I was in college or, you know, sometimes I would go to church. You know, like there was just so much power in the songs and in the language. And I studied so much African-American literature when I was young. So I was thinking to myself, what is it about my um, you know, interest in this deconstructionism was always a big part of me, you know, like always on the edges. And she talked really specifically about, um, her tongue being cut when she was young, you know, she not, not when in her experience this year, you know, in this lifetime, but in past lifetimes. And I was really resonating with that because, you know, I read this, um, 
J.M. Coetzee wrote this book that was a kind of deconstructionist of uh, Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe. And it, the book was called Foe. And I still remember it. I took it in uh, Denmark in a South African literature class. And, um, and it really rocked my world. And um, so he, he takes, he writes from the point of view of Friday. Um, whose tongue was cut off, you know, and so how how is he communicating and, and the, the roles were reversed. So Robinson Crusoe was actually at the mercy of the slave. Um, in this case, his name is Foe. And so, you know, Foe also means enemy. So um, why am I mentioning this? Because I feel like it's not just about women, you know, it's not, it's about what has been suppressed and allowing that to come forth. And that is why in this awakening, the divine feminine is leading. Um, and it doesn't mean just women. It means the feminine energy within all of us is leading this awakening because awakening, meaning we become awake. We remember who we are. We remember that we have these abilities to shift our own worlds and to change our own circumstances because of our innate wisdom and our psychic powers um, and I feel like that that's what happened to me you know five years ago when I started this journey um, quote unquote officially even though I've been doing it my entire life is that like I realized wow I have I have all of these powers and I, there's a, something I can do to actually awaken them and strengthen them which is why I began by following the moon and following my desires that all stemmed in my womb space um, and it just like opened up and, and I, you know, was um, allowing my voice to be heard. I was allowing myself to stand up for who I was, you know, and I still feel like there's more to do. There's more to express. There's more to share. Uh, yet, um, you know, it's a continual process and it's going to go on for a long time. You know, we are we are at the we are the 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 way showers or the front runners, but there's so much to do, um, and it's going to take a very long time. And so, what you know, whatever we do, how whatever small or big we are doing, I want to just congratulate you. I want to honor you and witness you for that you are doing this work, and it's it's super important um, for the collective, for your families, for everybody, you know. And um, and I also believe for the planet. She even talks about the planet planet as being um quote unquote defamed by because of patriarchy you know um but the planet always knows how to heal itself um which is true um but it is i feel like we are also the stewards of the planet you know so the more that we connect to mother nature mother earth um and ask for her guidance um it really does help us to uh step into our own own uh, wisdom and our own power so um you know what I'm trying to share today is, and I hope it's getting across, is that I know it's not, this is not just about any one gender. It's about really awakening all of our senses, all of our powers, all of our emotions that has been suppressed by the logical mind, by following a specific route, by, um, you know, by you know, almost acting like, you know, would have to say robots in some way, you know, just like thinking that, okay, our intelligence is actually going to surpass anything, but it's not about the intelligence, right? It's about the emotion. It's about the feeling. It's about the knowing. It's about the intuition. 
It's about all of those things that have not been classified. Um, you know, why do um, parents do certain things? Why do mothers nest, you know, before they're going to give birth? Why, why, do, we, why do we, you know, turn the other way or make another turn just because we feel like it's not the right space, you know, uh, for ourselves, for our children, for our loved ones, for our animals, we just know, right? It doesn't matter what gender we are, um, you know, it doesn't matter. We just know. We have this knowing. Uh, we have these feelings and that have not been um, categorized in the, you know, in the logical world, but we're, we're it's becoming more recognized um, that this is something that is important. And it's, it's not, you know, we don't just have them, our animals have them, um, you know, all living beings have them. Yeah, I noticed my basil plant, you know, is moving towards the light, no matter which way I turn it, it just like goes, it's just growing in a certain way, you know, right? Um, we see that with all, all living things, you know, they move towards uh, more light or, um, and, and, uh, a trees that are, I was looking at this tree today and like how, you know, it's all, all of these trees in a specific area were just all slanted or in this, um, you know, in this, it looked like, a a pine tree, the pine tree had all of these like brown, um, leaves, you know, part, part of it looked like a nest and it was all just like, I can't describe it well, but it was like a whole, a whole like sheet was just falling down while the rest of the tree was totally fine. And it looked like it was a nest. I was showing my daughter. It was like, I don't know what this is. This is a nest. What is it? And, you know, we didn't know what it was, but it was like really interesting. You know, it's like, I was just thinking to myself, what is living there? What's going on over there? What does this tree know? What kind of wisdom is this tree trying to tell me? And I feel like there's always wisdom that's being shared. You know, like I've been watering my plants every day and my and the trees that are around. I have lots of different uh, fruit trees and um, and I'm I'm learning about them. I'm under I'm speaking to them. You know, I'm talking to the apple tree and to the fig tree and um, and to the the small little, um, you know, it looks like the uh, clementina trees and, and the and the pomegranate. Um, and they're all giving me wisdom. You know, I was sitting under the olive tree today and, and you know, understanding more wisdom and, and, the, and the feelings and the, um, the truth of what's happening for me. So I feel like this is becoming more normalized, um, that we have these powers that we, and if it isn't yet, if you feel like this is something new to you, I definitely invite you to connect with me, um, even just get on a 15 minute chat with me to find out more of what you can do to help yourself to understand more of who you are. Because I feel like the disconnect that I know I've been sharing in many of my podcasts, the disconnect between our emotions and our, our logical world is like, well, I can't have that, or that's not going to work out, or I can't have that kind of job. It's not going to, it doesn't even exist. But you know what? Even jobs that don't exist, you can create and this is the the big thing about this entire period we're in now we are creating the new landscape of whatever we want to see happen and we have to believe and we have to pray and connect into the wisdom to allow it to be birthed you know this is the feminine way whether you're uh you know whatever gender you are it doesn't matter everything gets birthed through us through our sacral chakra and so that's why the sacral chakra is so, so powerful. It's more than just, um, you know, birthing a child. 
uh, even with a partner or without a partner, it's, it's like we are birthing ourselves through ourselves, um, which is, I think, even more, um, you know, uh, miraculous than anything else. Uh, I wanted to share a poem I wrote today um, because I've also been listening a lot. I've just been listening, listening to like, you know, like these chants and, um, you know, just music. And it's really connected me into the the true vibration. I took a whole course on uh, the yoga of sound. And, you know, the true vibration goes beyond, behind any kind of sound you can listen to, which is the sound of creation. So that's the name of this poem. It's called The Sounds of Creation. Sitting in the nondescript chair, seeing through the spaces, listening to the rhythm, shutting my eyes. The transcendental, the transcendental music transports me deeper into the uncharted territory, free of expectations, throbbing with the hypnotic vibration, my body swaying and undulating realizing my own ethereal magical self hearing only prim the primordial sound of the universe speaking to my soul so why i wanted to share this poem was because i finally realized that i am my amazing we are our amazing magical selves no one needs to validate that nobody else needs to um tell us or you know, we are not attributing our magic with a K. <laughs> uh, we're not attributing our magic to anything or anyone else. We are magic. We are stardust. We can create anything. We are limitless. And the more that you are able to believe that, the more that you can shift anything around. Um, I was listening to Sadhguru today, you know, just a small clip in Instagram. And, um, and he was saying, you know, like we are, we get doubtful, right? We think about something and then our mind goes somewhere else. And, you know, we're just like, wait, I don't really know what I want anymore. But what if we just concentrated on that one thing? And I know all of you have done this because I have done it too. I just concentrate on one thing, you know, and I'm like, I want this. I don't know how it's going to happen. I want this. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I want this. I know that this is something that's going to come into my life. And I don't go at it like a dogmatic person. I just know that I want it. I put it in the back of my mind. I, you know, pray about it. I think about it. I say, I give my gratitude towards it. And then it just comes, it flows. Something just happens and it just flows. It just, it just happens, right? But it didn't just happen. We actually had been preparing ourselves for quite some time for it hap to happen. And then, but the way that it happens is not with force. It just it flows like the water rushing in the waterfall or it flows like a water rushing through a river or it flows calmly as in a lake. You know, the water is just rippling and it's flowing. It's just flowing. There's nothing I had to do. It was effortless. The only effort I put in was the thought and the belief that it can happen, regardless of any circumstance that I was in. And I know that all of you have done this in, a, in anything, right? Maybe the child that you have, the marriage that you have, I don't know, the relationship you have, the work that you have, the car that you're driving, the house that you're in. It doesn't matter what it is. Your own state of being, the peace that you have. This it was a thought. And the thought happened. And that is really the way our life works. 
So how does this relate to um, gender and mysticism? Well, the more that we can really call in our psychic powers and really deepen our knowing and our belief that what we are truly desiring is just bound to manifest because we believe it. That's all. We don't need to, sh to prove it to anyone. We don't need to have anyone's consent about it. Um, even the people who we hope to, to connect with, if they don't agree, okay, it doesn't matter. It's just happening for you. Um, there's no attachment, right? Attachment is zero. We know that it's happening and because we know it's happening, there's nothing to be attached to. Maybe you want to be attached to the vision, but you know, even that is about control because if you're attached to that vision happening the way that you think it must happen, you know, you, you can't. You have to allow it to unfold um, because the, the more that you say it only has to happen this way, you know, then you're just saying, okay, I can't accept it any other way. But what if there's something more amazing that's going to happen and it's going to even surpass your vision? You know, then we're not, we're not even allowing that to flow. So it's how do, we, how do we let go of the resistance? How do we believe in our own selves? And how do we turn on this mysticism, this witch-like feelings of that we can be whoever we want to be in our full authenticity without any suppression? Um, and I feel like across the board, all of us on some level have still some suppression that we are still working through, that we're healing through, that we're living through, that we're just um, fearing. I don't know. Everyone has something else going on for them. But wherever you are in that timeline, what we are here to share is that it's safe to be you. It's safe to be all of you. It's safe to be too much. You know, I know for many women, especially, sometimes they feel like they're quote unquote too much. Um, and that just is not even true. Um, we are all that we are, and however you are is perfect. You know, we may rub other people the wrong way, but who really cares? At the end of the day, we need to be ourselves. Um, and if we're rubbing someone the wrong way or triggering them, that's their own healing that they need to do, and that's something that they need to recognize. Um, and, um, and so I feel like it's just super important to understand that, especially the things that are going on all over the world and in the United States right now is that, you know, it's the, it's the, the decision of who we are and what we want to do with ourselves. It's our decision. It doesn't matter what gender we are. It's, we have the decision over what we want to do, how we want to do it, how we want to think, how we want to live. That's our decision. You can't tell us to do otherwise. And, and if you do, there's going to be, um, there's going to be a price to pay. Um, and the price to pay is not going to be our price that we're paying. It's going to be a collective shift and change, which is actually happening right now. You know, those of you who have been following the moon know, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't not see it, right? There was a huge full moon, uh, the Capricorn moon on the 13th of uh, this month just a few days ago. Um, and it was a huge, huge shift for many of us um, on many, many levels. You know, we, I know that I was just like, okay, the, so many things were done even before the moon sh showed up. Um, and uh, really just realizing as I shared in my poem that, you know, it's all about me. It's all about claiming who I am and my power. And it's a continual process of that. I know I've shared this even years ago, but the, the, 
the self I was that was sharing that at that time compared to the person I am now, were I, vastly different. So many things have uh, been released from me that I can really say that um, this is the final witching hour, right? <laughs> this is the hour uh, that I've been waiting for, um, that I am so confident that things are really shifting in a more positive way and not just for me, but for the collective, for everyone who um, decides that this is what they want in their life. And even if we have, you know, quote unquote obstacles or things that we're working through, um, those things will be released uh, as we continue to work through them. You know, like they, uh, nothing is ever perfect, but um, you know, wh wherever we're going, uh, we, all of us is going with it. And we are creating a new paradigm of relationships, of life, of our, our own um, template and our own paradigm of living is, is just changing as we speak. And um, so I'm inviting you to continue to daydream. So this is the time to really fantasize. This is the time to, to believe in your dreams. This is the time, if you are desiring to really birth this, to come to our live retreat, um, to apply, to schedule a call with me, you know, to just to really go all in, um, change your relationships up, you know, really, don't ever settle for anything. Um, know that whatever you want is already happening and believe in that with all your might. Pray, you know, whatever works for you, but know that your soul's desire is actually happening. And it's only with that complete and utter trust and surrender that um, it will unfold in what in whatever time it needs to take. Um, because that is your purpose in this earth on this planet for you to experience this in all of your wholeness and all of your strength. And everyone and everything is going to support that happening for you. Um, so if there are people in your life who you feel are not supporting that, then this might be the time for you to really let them go. Or, or thoughts that you have that are not supporting that, it may be the time for you to let those go as well. So um, I, I just wanted to say thank you for being you. Thank you for listening today. Let me know if this is resonating with you. Again, the link to um, apply for that live retreat is right in the, um, in the description as well as the 15-minute chat with me. So I am looking forward to seeing you um, or, or talking to you very, very soon. And I look forward to coming back next week to share another amazing podcast with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take three deep breaths to close the circle. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God Source Universe, thank you, Mother Earth, for allowing us to share this important transmission. Aho, and so it is. Namaste, Om Shanti, Shalom.